Can I ask the kids to come up? talk to you a little bit about the seasons. I want you guys to tell me what is going on outside right now in nature. Allie? It is snowing. What season is it? Winter. Yes. What's going on with the trees and the animals and the insects? The trees are going to sleep. Yes, exactly. The deciduous trees are all going to sleep. They're dormant this time of year, aren't they? What about the animals right now? Who knows what some of them are doing? Some of them are hibernating and going to sleep. What about the geese? Yes, they migrate south. What about the squirrels? They pack up nuts, but they're not hibernating. They're running around all winter trying to get enough to eat. (laughs) So a lot of things right now are in a dormant stage, or the leaves are not blooming, the flowers are not blooming. A lot of the animals either have gone south where it's warm, or they're sleeping, they're hibernating throughout the winter, and it's a time in nature of things being in rest, of resting in a very deep rest. So I am about to embark on a sabbatical. And so for the next six months, I am not going to be coming to people's church. I have been on a trajectory for the last 50 years of my life, which has been more like summer, where everything is very blooming and the bees are buzzing and the leaves are full and green and very active and going and doing and raising my child by myself and working at people's church and nurturing this program, our religious education program, and lots of people here. And I seem to have a little bit of a penchant for stray animals, so I seem to have done a lot of animal rescue along the way, which has got its own set of enormous joy and great heartbreak and lots of work and nurturing in the process. So I am going to go into the winter of my life where things are very slow. Instead of being very busy and going and doing, I'm going to stop and take time for deep rest, kind of like the chipmunks that are hibernating or the trees that are dormant. And I'm going to take naps and I'm going to read and write and go to the gym and walk in the woods and meditate and do yoga and do some things that are restful and nourishing to my soul and my spirit. But while I'm gone, there are a lot of volunteers at People's Church who have agreed to step up and make sure that your religious education experience is still really wonderful, even though I'm not going to be here. So we have a lot of volunteers that are going to step in and make sure our our RE classes are great and youth can still go on to cons and youth trips and um, all of our programs are still going to be really wonderful. 
So I am feeling very blessed. Oh, and the other thing that's going to happen while I'm gone for the next six months is that I'm going to have a new role when I come back in the summer. I'm going to be a grandma. My son, Josh, and his girlfriend are going to have a baby in June. So i got to get prepared for this next big role of my life because things are going to change. So one of the things that I want you guys to think about is the season. Good for me. (laughs) I wasn't consulted in that plan. (laughs) You go with the flow and make the best of things the way they are. So I want you guys to remember the seasons of your life and make sure that you always make time for rest and to take care of yourself and not always take care of others and take time to listen to the seasons of your own life and have some times for being active and being and going and doing and producing and sometimes for going in and for resting and for taking care of your own heart and your own spirit because that's really important so you don't get too depleted or get too tired. And with that, before we go to our classes, I think I am personally feeling very blessed for this opportunity to take six months away from people's church to rest. And I think that um, we're going to do a blessing to bless me on my journey. And Rachel is going to lead that. So, Diane, we are so grateful for your ministry here to people of all ages. And we are going to offer a blessing to her as she makes her way towards sabbatical. We still have you for another week and a half. This is just your last Sunday here. So that's why we're doing this today. But January 1. But who's counting? (laughs) And so what we're going to do is I'm going to say some words, and after each, each time... You all are going to say, we offer our blessing. Can you practice that? One, two, three. We offer our you guys are so good at this. <laughs> so, Diane, as you take your leave from us, we offer our blessing. As you engage in deep rest and reflection, we offer our blessing. As you attend to your grief, over the losses you've experienced this year. As you learn, grow, and challenge yourself. We will miss you this spring. And still, and we eagerly await your return to us this summer with new energy, new inspiration, new ideas. And in the meantime... So every Sunday, or nearly every Sunday, we sing our children away with a blessing, telling them to go in peace. And we're going to sing that same song, but I invite you all to sing the first verse, or the first time through, to Diane. And there's a chance after the service to write blessings So Diane will have tangible blessings, and you can be more specific if you need to be as we bless her on her way. So let us sing, and then after the first time through, the children and youth and teachers will go to class.
sorry, I have a little trouble with my eyes, so I'm fiddling for sight here. We all support People's Church in different ways. One of the ways we support People's Church is with our treasure. I urge you to be as generous as you can with the resources that you have. The ushers will now take up the offering. Is it on? And you said 
away from me. Again, you say hi, but you look with empty eyes. Monotonous words filling space that you could not create. I tell you of my success, and you share my happiness. But you don't understand why a stranger would tell you this. If worth is inspiration, then you're worth a million. You showed me who I wanted to be. But now you don't know clearly the ones you helped in me. And you slip away from me. Please join me in reading the words of Thanksgiving, which will be on the screen. From the countless gifts we each have been given, gifts of life and love and sustenance, we bring these small portions to share in the works of love, which none of us can accomplish alone. This is a play I encountered a few years ago, and uh, being a teacher, uh, I connected to it right away. It is a play about time, it's a play about war, it's a play about acknowledgement, and uh, I've almost never been able to get through the play reading it without crying. So I... uh, 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 earlier uh, this year was uh, talking to Rachel and in discussing different uh, plays we could do for this, this slot, uh, we unanimously thought this one would be a powerful one. So uh, the name of this play is Mr. J. Mr. J? 
This place, it is cold during the day. This place is cold during the day. It's cold for everyone in here. Mr. J, my name is, is William. You would have remembered me as, as, as Billy. I, I have to tell Foster. Foster should know I won't be home for dinner. Oh, Mr. J, I, I, I got this for you. I, I remembered you were a baseball nut. I remember you said that after you retired, you always wanted to go to spring trainings. Yeah, springtime. Yes, springtime. Many springtimes. Grass and beauty. Yes, gr- gr- grass and beauty. Yes, definitely. Francis, she would love to cut the grass. What? I'm, I'm sure she would. <laughs> Listen, I, my... I, it's, it's hot in here. Carl never listens to me. I, I tell him about the heat. Would you like me to make it cooler? Yes, yes. Cooler. Okay. Ice cream trucks are cooler. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, they are. There. A little, open the window. A little little fresh air in. Don't let anyone in. I'm I'm not not dressed. Listen, it's nobody but you and me. (laughs) I, um, well, now, no. Now it's too hot. Of course it's hot. I, I told Carl to turn down the air conditioning. Maybe he'll listen to you. Should, should I tell him? Um, Carl! Carl, turn it down! See, he won't even listen to me. Well... <clears throat> Never did. Carl, could you turn it down? Uh, Mr. J and I are too hot. I think, I think he listened to me. Sir? In summers, in Maplewood, Kathy and I, we'd walk through the night, gaze at the moon. Mr. J. Did you bring I, Robin? No, no, she's, she's coming later, though. Did you bring Robin? She'll be here later. She, she said I could talk with you. She said that you like to talk. And, and, and Is so Robin I, coming? Soon, yes. I have to talk to Robin. Your daughter, she's very nice. Uh, of course. I hope she does. And I hope she didn't forget to let out the dog. Oh, I'm sure she won't. I, 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 it's I, so I, cold in here. Is Robin coming? Mr. J... Robin is coming soon. Mr. J, my name is, is William. Well, actually, you'd remember me better as Billy Durkin. Do you remember me? I mean, I mean, are you going to fix the heat? Is Robin coming? Yes. Mr. J, my name is Billy Durkin. You were my third grade teacher in, in, at Clinton School in Maplewood, New Jersey. Do you? I mean, I know it sounds... Do you remember being a teacher? If you see Carl, tell him it's cold. I will, Mr. J. I promise I will. I'm not sure what you can remember, but I've been trying to find you, and it's taken me a while. I've been busy with tons of things. I moved out of New Jersey, and I, I tracked down your daughter through somebody at Clinton School, and it's been 40 years since 
You taught me. I was eight years old when you taught me. Your daughter told me that, well, you had to move to, well, you know. She said you worked until you were 70. Is Robin coming now? Soon. Definitely soon. Ice cream tonight. I believe it's vanilla. Mr. J, I don't know what you can hear or even listen to or process at this point, but I came to tell you that... Well, you were such an inspiration to me when I was at such a young age. You were. And see, I... I Carl well, never keeps it warm. No, I, I, I guess he doesn't. <laughs> Listen, your daughter thought it would be great if I came to see you, and I, I had to do it sooner. I mean, I would have done it sooner, but I had to wait. I had it's to wait. It's time for bed. I- yes, time for bed. Bed, then dinner. Then a walk in the park with Foster. <laughs> you can eat ice cream. <laughs> yes. Chocolate. My favorite. Oh, I know. Look, I, is, I, is, I want to read something to you. Is coming? She'll be here very soon. Not yet. Um, look, I wanted to read something to you. I am I, going to go to bed. Oh, <laughs> look, Mr. I, 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 I'm I not sure if I'll be able to come and see you again. Cream. I'm going to be running Is around Robin a lot in New here? Jersey. No, not when, yet. When Robin Listen, comes, I, just, I, wanted I am to going tell to you let the dog out. I wanted to tell you how information you are. Make sure you and vacuum the floor for me, please. I made a promise to myself I, if, that when I Robin here? wrote a book, I... No, Robin's not here, but she'll be here very soon. I'm not sure if you can, well, I hate to use the word understand, if you can really hear me. But, see, I, I'm an author now. I wrote this book. Girl, I wanted to read. I, I told the children to put the chairs on their desks. Be sure to vacuum the room. You know how I like it clean. What did you say? You said something about your classroom. Mr. J, you taught me in third grade. Do you know that? Do you remember teaching? You must. You must remember teaching. Uh, So, Carl. Carl. It's Carl. Carl, my good man. Make sure the shades are up. The children should always see tons of sunlight when they walk into my room. Oh, my God, Carl, the custodian. Mr. J, you are such an amazing teacher. Do you remember? You have to remember. Somewhere deep inside, do you? It's ice cream tonight. Wait. I'm tired. One second. One second. Listen, would you? uh, Listen, I have to tell you. Your daughter said it would be good for me to talk to you about teaching and about the children. I'm hoping that somewhere deep inside your head you can remember. You were one of a kind. We are going to have imagination time in a bit. Now, remember, 
this is the time to take out the stories that you have been writing and share them with one another. Now, uh, Susan Kendall, uh, cover your nose when you sneeze. We don't want to share in the sneeze with you. Now, go to the sink and wash your hands. There's nothing funny about what I said. Young ladies and gentlemen, if Susan has a cold, we don't want it. Now, there's nothing funny. Uh, Andrew Finnegan, there is no reason for you to be looking out the window at the kickball. We will be out there shortly, in no time. Uh, yes, Jennifer, you may go to the bathroom. Wash your hands afterwards and hurry back for every moment you spend in the bathroom. Your mind is not learning. And I want you to study your times tables when you're in the bathroom. Okay. Let's study our penmanship. Mr. J, I can't make the D in script. Excuse me? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, I, I mean... Quiet I mean, down, quiet down, class. We know Mr. Durkin just said a word that is not in the English language. Now, Craig Polinsky, there's no reason at all to be calling out. We all know what he said. I, 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 excuse me. I, I, I mean, I mean I, I'm sorry, Mr. We Jay. know you're sorry, but don't be sorry to me. Be sorry to you. Now, not only will you make the D in script, but almost every other letter in the alphabet. Class, why don't we use the word can't? All right, Mr. Durkin. We shall give you a chance to reprieve yourself. We'll call it a momentary lapse in vernacular. I want you all to write that word down. Spell it. V-E-R-N-A-C-U-L-A-R. Everyone, write that word, look it up, and use it in a sentence tomorrow at breakfast with your parents. Now, as you were saying, Mr. Durkin... We don't use the word can't because we can do anything that we want to do. If people told the Wright brothers the word can't and they listened, there'd be no airplanes. If they said can't to Alexander Graham Bell, there would be no telephones. And if they said it to Dr. Salk, we'd have no vaccine for polio. Very good. And if you tell yourself you can't, then you don't need any of us to do it, do you? No. Now... Take a look, class. The long line comes down, and then around, and then we come over and close the D. Wow! Hey! Oh, excellent, Mr. Durkin. Christopher Barnes, I just saw you passing that note to Alexa. Alexa, give it to me, please. <laughs> Alexa, I, uh, now class, you know that I would never embarrass any of you. Christopher, at the end of the day, you may come and get the note you wrote, and let's talk about a better way to 
give a note to somebody. Hmm? Mr. J, you were so patient with us. You always had something you were teaching us and everything that you said. Okay, everybody. The bell is going to ring in a minute. I want everybody to pick their chairs up, turn them over, put them on their desks, and gentlemen, just remember to help the ladies for whom the chair may be a bit heavy. All right. Has everyone done that? Carl is going to be in here to clean up, and we don't want to make his job any harder. Each morning, you'd be there outside the door to greet us. Good morning, Susan. Christopher, good morning. Billy. Billy? What's wrong? Okay, young ladies and gentlemen, take out your stories. Today, we're going to share our imaginations with everybody else. I will never forget that morning for as long as I live. Billy. Billy, what's the matter? Okay, everyone. Everyone, this is a private moment between Billy and me. Remember, we do not disturb people when they're having a private moment. Please take out your stories and read them quietly to yourselves. What is it, Billy? What's wrong? Remember, you can, you can tell me. My dad, I heard him talking last night with my mom about the war and all the people dying. And I'm just so worried and, and sad about it is all. I was safe in your class. I was safe from the world. Class. Young ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Durkin and I have had our private moment. And he's worried about something in the world. Is it okay if I share what I, we talked about with the rest of the class? If it's not okay with you, I won't tell them. No, it's okay. Okay. Thank you, Billy. Mr. Durkin is worried about something. And it's amazing that more people are not. Yes, I, yes, I have cookies. We'll have treats after class. But before we get into that, I want to tell you something about this thing called war. The Vietnam War. I was eight years old, but you talked to us all as if we were adults. You explained it to us on the most basic level, as best as you could, and you were as neutral as you could be. And remember this. No matter what anyone tells you, war always has consequences. But this is not your war, even though war always touches everyone. You calmed our fears, my fears. Okay. Now that we've gotten this out of the way, it's imagination time. So, take out your stories. All right? By now, you should all have come very far with them. I want to hear all of them. Oh, we ate uh, 
So one by one, those students read their stories. Our imaginations ran so wild. And you listened to each and every one as if we were the most important people on earth. Ah, excellent job, Susan. So in the end, what happens to Giant Dog? (laughs) Oh, I see. Well, that would make sense. Wow. All of your stories are so incredibly wonderful. Let's all give Susan a hand. Everyone. Um, Mr. Barnes, everyone clapped at your space invader from Venus story. We ate cookies that day, and our imaginations, and we shared our imaginations with you, no matter how crazy these stories must have seemed at the time. So, you can fly around the world but you choose to fly only to Alaska? Well, I am sure that the people of Alaska would certainly be happy to see you up there, Alexa. (laughs) (laughs) We laughed so hard that day, unafraid of saying anything we made up in our heads. We heard stories of giant spiders, flying giraffes, little green men from the planet Jupiter. But mine didn't get read in front of the class. Okay, everyone, I want to thank all of you for sharing your stories. Your imaginations are incredible. Keep adding to your stories, and before you know it, you'll have a small or a big book that you can say you have written all by yourself. Now, remember to put your chairs up. Uh, Billy, would you stay after class for a moment? Did I do something wrong, Mr. No, J? no, no, not at all. I just wanted to hear your story all by myself, if that's okay with you. I'm sorry I didn't give you the chance to speak in front of the class. That's okay. Do you want me to, you want me to read it now? Tell it to me. Well, okay. See, there's this spaceship rocket, and it lands in the middle of my backyard in the middle of the night. And these people from far away, um, they come into my room, and they tell me that they need me to come to their planet to... It's it's okay. Go, Go ahead, Billy. Well, there's this war that's about to happen, and they tell me that they'll have me back before school. So I go to their planet, and it's amazing. They have... It's, they have people similar to us and, and animals. It's an amazing place. But we'll see these people, they can't get along. And so I go there and I explain to them the, well. Go on, well, Billy. Go on. Well, that's all I got so far. But I know how I want it to end. I'm going to explain to them that war's going to get them nowhere. I just know I want to be the hero. As you should be. I don't know. Tell me, Billy. Do they listen to you? Who? The people on the planet. Yes, they do. And and then do you know what? No. What? The next night, another spaceship lands from another planet, and they take me to their planet. And then? The same thing. I guess word kind of spreads throughout the galaxy that I'm this person to... Well, this person to listen to. I know it's going to be a great story when you finish it. Thanks, Mr. J. No, Billy. Thank you. Mr. J? Yes? The kids in here, they all like you. But... 
But what, Billy? But, Mr. J, I love you. <laughs> and I've had, uh, you're the best teacher I've ever had, and I've had three of them. <laughs> Thank you. Go home and finish that story. Thanks, Mr. J. Dear Mr. and Mrs. Durkin. Mr. J, life runs so quickly. See, one minute I'm a third grader in your classroom, and the next minute it seems like I'm walking my own third grader to, uh, to school. My memories from Clinton's school, from you, are so embedded in my mind. I don't know if you can hear anything today, but I need to tell you that, see, I became a teacher because of you. I became a writer. I write children's books. I was so discouraged for a while. I have over 300 rejection letters in my filing cabinet in my office. Until eight months ago, a company out of Ohio decided that they liked one of my books. My favorite one. They bought it. They published it. (laughs) Here it is. The letter that you wrote to my parents is on the, uh, the first page. I found that letter uh, after my parents died in a, uh, the closet in a box that my mother had marked, My Most Special Things. Dear Mr. and Mrs. Durkin, each year I have the pleasure of working with children, and each year I enjoy it more and more. And while I love each of the children who come into my room, I must tell you that your son, William, is a very special one. His imagination and kindness will take him far in our scary world. I know a good thing when I see it. Trust me. You wrote this book as as much as I did. I don't know if you can understand that, but you did. I'd like to read it to you now. Would you mind that? Is Robin coming Yes, soon. I need to talk to Robin. I hope she let the dog out. She'll be here soon. I'm sure she did. Tonight is ice cream. Yes. Mr. J, I'm going to read this now. Is that okay? Wouldn't you know it, but Billy woke up in the middle of the night and there was a rocket ship in his backyard. So um, this is a song that I'd like to teach you the chorus to, if we could have the, uh, the chorus up. 
So uh, this song was written by uh, John McCutcheon, and uh, some of you might remember in uh, the 80s, uh, there was a book called uh, The Most Important Things I Learned uh, I Learned in Kindergarten, and uh, John McCutcheon was inspired by it, and uh, um, he wrote this uh, folk adaptation of it. So the chorus goes like this. I'll sing a line, and then uh, you go ahead and echo it back. Um, let's see. Uh, oh... Of all you learn here, remember this the best. Of all you learn here, remember this the best. Don't hurt each other and clean up your mess. Don't hurt each other and clean up your mess. Take a nap every day. Wash before you eat. Hold hands, stick together, look before you cross the street. Hold hands, stick together, look before you cross the street. Remember the seed in the little paper cup. Remember the seed in the little paper cup. First the roots go down and then the plant grows up. Alrighty, now I'll get a pick from my pocket so I can be a little bit louder. And let's go ahead and let's start with the chorus. Of all you learn here, remember this the best. Don't hurt each other and clean up your mess. Take a nap every day, wash before you eat. Hold hands, stick together, look before you cross the street. Remember the seed in the little paper cup. First the roots go down and then the plant grows up. Well, when I was a little kid, not so long ago, I had to learn the little things the big kids know. How to dress myself and tie my shoes, how to jump a rope, how to smile for a picture without looking like a dope. But of all the things I learned there, my favorite of them all was a little poem hanging on the kindergarten wall. Of all you learn here, remember this the best. Don't hurt each other and clean up your mess. Take a nap every day, wash before you eat. Hold hands, stick together, look before you cross the street. Remember the seed in the little paper cup. First the roots go down and then the plant grows up. It was first, second, third grade, fourth grade too Where I had to learn the big things the big kids do How to add, subtract, and multiply Read and write and play How to sit in a little uncomfortable desk for nearly half a day But of all the things I learned there Of all the great and small So my favorite was the poem on the kindergarten wall Of all you learn here, remember this the best Don't hurt each other and clean up your mess. Take a nap every day, wash before you eat. Hold hands, stick together, look before you cross the street. Remember the seed in the little paper cup. First the roots go down and then the plant grows up. (laughs) 
Well, lately I've been worried when I look around and see An awful lot of grown-ups acting foolish as can be I know that there's a lot of stuff I haven't mastered yet Still it seems there's real important stuff that grown-ups soon forget I'm sure we'd all be better off if we would just recall That little poem hanging on the kindergarten wall Of all you learn here, remember this the best Don't hurt each other and clean up your mess Take a nap every day, wash before you eat Hold hands, stick together, look before you cross the street Remember the seed in the little paper cup First the roots go down and then the plant grows up Thank you, Chris. That's a wonderful message. (laughs) Okay. This is a quote in our chalice lightings, but it's perfectly appropriate here, from Albert Schweitzer. At times, our own light goes out and is rekindled by a spark from another person. Each of us has cause to think with a deep gratitude of those who have lighted the flame within us. Go now in peace. And remember those we have loved and cared for and who have inspired us.